0: Blog Talk Radio. Into another episode of the Good Grief girl, girl show. <laughs> I am Dr. Shanae Gilbert, and I am Kiera Shanae, and we're your host for Girl Talk That heals woo woo woo. So listen up. We have another great topic. We say that every episode, but we do, yes, we, we do. do. <clears throat> I, I want to toot our own horn. We do well. Kiera's the mastermind a lot of times with these topics, and I never, you know, say we should do something else because every topic she kinds of toys with, it, it mm-hmm. needs to be discussed. So, you know, this is another one. Today our topic is uh, when grief causes guilt. Yeah. You know, and, and just I went through that um, after losing my mom uh, because it's amazing how the mind works when you lose someone, um, you automatically kind of revert back to what wasn't or mm-hmm. what you wish should have been or would have been. And so I just I went through that with my mom, with how I acted out and some of the things that I said to her in my preteen years or whatever that I wish I could have taken back. And then I just witnessed it again with my own brother after losing our half-brother um, last mm-hmm. week he went into um, guilt and oh, I was really? just telling you guys that there are different types of guilt. Like there are different forms of grief. There are different mm-hmm. types of. Guilt. And so as I was um, researching and studying the different types of guilt, he, I mean, this one described him to a T and this also described me when I experienced it with the loss of my mom. So, this is going to be an interesting topic today. What about mm-hmm. you? Have you ever, have you ever uh, felt guilty after, not so much when someone transitioned, but um, after you may have gotten laid off from your job or a mm-hmm. relationship, business, or personal ended? Did you ever feel guilty in a sense? Yes, for sure. And I think that's one of the interesting things about this topic that just like grief, because a lot of times when we talk about grief, we talk about all the different ways that it can show up in mm-hmm. your life, or all mm-hmm. the different ways you, you experience loss. And I think the same can be said about guilt, that we experience guilt in a lot of different ways. And sometimes it's very subtle, um, because actually guilt is a normal emotion to feel, because when you do something wrong or something that you should not do, it's natural to feel mm-hmm. sorry or to feel bad about it. But then guilt can become um, obsessive, or you can become, you know, you can spiral um, out of control because you feel guilty about something. And the mm. um, I've experienced guilt, of course, after losing my son, I felt responsible. And there are other times that I felt guilty. Like a lot of, I think one of my issues is that I often feel guilty when I don't do something. So then I beat myself mm. up because I didn't do it. Or I I go into, well, what if I would have? So I think um, guilt can sometimes take us down that path of what ifs also. Like, what if I would have done this? Or what if I would have done that? And if you're not able to come out of it quickly or um, answer the question for yourself, you can waste time in the land of what ifs. That's true. That's true. You can't waste time in the land of what if. And and I learned when I attended Grief Share, the what if is what has you stuck. Yes. You know, so mm-hmm. um when you question why did this happen or, or not just so much the what if, the why. Why did he have to take my such and such or why did why was I the one who was laid off when other people you know were dispersed in other departments, or the wise will have you stuck instead of you being proactive, trying to say okay let me let me um do a self analysis right quick, let me review what I'm capable of. Let me review any skills that I learned during this short time I was here. Let me see where I could be an asset where where can I be an asset? where can I go?" That I can be an asset, and they will be one to me that will allow me to grow. Many people don't stop and reevaluate their um, situation; they go through the motions or they become stuck. Some become proactive; many don't. All right. So, what were some of the different types of guilt that you thought you found? So, there is role guilt. This is the type of guilt uh, that arises from the belief that we could have served more effectively in our individual role. So, for instance, um, um, my brother felt guilty that he and my half-brother didn't have a more closer relationship. You know, my dad would say, why don't you call him and wish him a happy birthday or why don't you call and such and such? And my brother always put it off. So then, when this situation came up last weekend, who took it the hardest? Him. I'm like, oh. Really? Yes. I mean, sniffing. I'm like, get yourself together. I said, you know, he was saying, he said, I can't miss, I can't miss his funeral, dude. Yes, you can. I said, because you attending his funeral is not going to restore what you wish you should have done. That's not getting ready to uh, pacify your guilt. You're going to have to forgive yourself. Ask God to forgive you and pray about bug forgiving you in his afterlife. I said, and you're just going to have to process it from then on there. You trying to scurry down there and attend a funeral. Come on. No, that's not it. And so, A moment of calm down, closure for him. I'm sorry. Could they have offered some closure for him though? I don't. Okay. It. I don't see how it could have. Mm -hmm. Maybe. You Mm -hmm. know. I don't see how attending someone's closure. I mean, attending someone's funeral could have tried to restore years of not having. A closer relationship. Now, I'm not saying it couldn't have happened, but that was him being irrational. A, a he was making a hasty decision and wasn't thinking clearly. To me, because after I talked some to me some sense into him, then he got back to his regular self Like, okay, but it, it, a couple of days, he was a little torn up about that. He's like, I, I didn't. None of us, none of us saw that coming. None of us. He had a massive brain hemorrhage. None of us saw that coming. What we what we thought he was going to pass away from, which was kidney, because he was on dialysis, that's not what took him out. He had a massive oh, yeah. brain hemorrhage. Yeah. Unexpected, yeah, because my dad had just talked to him earlier that day. Yeah. Wow. So, the role guilt is one, um, and again, that's when Uh, This type of guilt arises from the belief that we have served more effectively, we should have, or we wish we could have served more effectively in our individual role. And then you have, um, well, before I go to the next one, do you have any experiences with role guilt or know anyone who has? I haven't. I haven't had any experience with role guilt. I'm not surprised that it exists, though, because that does make sense. Mm -hmm. It does. I, um, it a, I yeah. There were different types of guilt. Did you? Yeah. And yeah, then, it was, well, no, I didn't know. That, but also, we have different roles. So, you know that we we have different roles that we play in our dear, daily lives, and for me, mm-hmm. I think sometimes that's where that guilt comes from when you're trying to balance the different roles, mm-hmm. and and which is hard to do because usually, you okay. of course, if you're. If you're juggling or you're familiar with the, the real act of juggling, only one ball can be up at a time. You know, at some point, the, mm-hmm. another ball is going to be in your hand. So it's almost like mm-hmm. someone is always going to, or something is going to always lack. And it's what usually in that place where that guilt begins to settle. Hmm. Okay. I see that. That's a good perspective. Yeah. Another one is moral guilt. Um, those who battle this type of guilt often interpret their loss as being punitive. Mm. mm yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I think guilt is actually, actually uh, challenges our moral compass, and it's why what's guilt for me is not necessarily guilt for you because different roles, and everyone is different. What's important to me may not be important to someone else. Like. I remember experiencing a mom guilt, but I know some moms that they don't—they don't feel it to the extent that others do. So I think that's also why empathy becomes important because it helps you to realize that not everyone responds to everything the way that you do. Mm-hmm. That we're all different. So, and we and we hear that especially uh, when it comes to guilt. We'll we'll we'll. People to apologize for things that they feel they shouldn't apologize for, and that's because for right. them, what they did wasn't that bad. So it's right. like, why should I apologize for something that I honestly don't think was wrong? Right. I, I agree. I, I went through. Mm-hmm. I just went through something similar because I'm like, so that's why. That's where it all boils down to. Empathy and also communication if that person, if it's a different scenario of why things ended the way they ended. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, Another is causation guilt. And this is along the same lines as moral guilt, but with this type of guilt, it is derived from the griever's belief that they are at fault for their loss. You know, Mm -hmm. the loss isn't just punishment for past sins. It isn't just punishment for past sins is a direct result of something the griever did or didn't do. That is, the griever um, actually caused the loss. So they think. Oh my, huh? Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that's it. That's <laughs> yeah, I, and this is like, wow to me. I mean, because I never thought I did that every time, you know, grief is just a, it's a small word, but there's so many legs to it. And yes, I know it I've learned a lot over the years but this one right here I was like my eyes got so big I was like wait a minute it's different types of guilt my mm-hmm. goodness um the next one is grief guilt and in this form of guilt we feel shame for our inability to handle our loss hmm I think some of these yeah. are kind of um we may I may come under two or three of these hmm or not not now. Yeah, some of them can be applied to other areas where it's not ne- it's not just um with greed. It's other ways that you especially shame. Shame is one of those mm-hmm. um feelings that cause you to hide, cause you to retreat you and in many ways you cause shame? you to not faint. What you say? Did you say shame? What did you say? Yeah, shame. Yes. Yeah. Shame is oh. one of those feelings that causes you you to reach and step back and hide and not actually face what is bothering mm. you, whereas That's guilt true. oftentimes motivates us to face it, motivates us to apologize, motivates us to examine what it is that we've done wrong, what it is that we're actually feeling. So I think when you compare shame, or, or I think it's actually an important exercise, to compare shame and guilt to determine which one you're actually feeling so that you can respond properly. Because if it's shame that mm-hmm. you're feeling, sometimes shame can lead to deep depression because now you don't want oh, anyone to know yep. that you're dealing with what you're actually dealing with or that you've done what you've actually done. So shame can right. be extremely dangerous and and in many ways be more dangerous than guilt. Wow. Mm. Hmm. yeah um uh shame can cause deep depression because that all ties into pride as well uh-huh. pride that pride that is a huge spirit. Pride is huge um yeah it is the next one is recovery guilt, recovery guilt, and this is the exact opposite of grief guilt instead of feeling shame for how poorly we're handling our loss, we feel shame for how well we are handling it. Wow, mm-hmm. you have every yeah. guilt. So some uh-huh. people feel ashamed for how well they're handling their loss,
1: uh-huh.
0: and it's not mm-hmm. just loss. People feel guilty about their status in life. Actually, this is this that's a great point that you brought up because that that actually is what brought me to this subject. Um, I was meeting with someone who felt guilty because they were thriving in the midst of this pandemic. And she mm. felt like she felt that she couldn't share her good news. She couldn't share that her business is doing well. She um can't uh-huh. share that she's actually at peace, that she's able to sleep well at night, that she's enjoying her family. So she felt guilty because she was in a good faith. And we often uh-huh. we have we have a lot of people who feel that way that I can't truly enjoy the fruits of my labor. Because everyone, else, everyone around me isn't in that same space. But I challenge True. people who, who feel a way to accept the role as the leader in that dark space. Because now we get right. to see what it looks like to thrive in the midst of chaos. So show us mm-hmm. what it looks like. Right. That way that can motivate right. you know others to go beyond their own guilt or their own shame, or their own grief. That, and, and but, you know, people, it's a great point, but people are going to talk whether you're doing good or bad. So mm-hmm. you have those that have a jealous spirit that may think you're boasting, but in all, you, it's okay to toot your own on and pat yourself on the back sometimes and share your success out loud. And so mm-hmm. I can understand her, I can understand her, Um. With that, I, I can. But, I mean, hey, she can't help because she chose to do things a different way that her business is booming. She's blessed. So, yeah, if she's up to sharing her method and, and her um, whatever it is she's doing, then do it. And who's that's open right. to learning? I mean, they're open to learning. Every All of us have choices. All of us have choices. We choose. The operative word is choose. We choose mm-hmm. what path we want
1: to take and what we want to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let her, stuff. Tell, her, tell her to, her to pat herself on the back and keep going and share what she's doing yeah. if she wants to share. Child, please. That's mm-hmm. the difficult part about being the light in dark in dark places and um, mm-hmm. I think in all situations that if we look close enough that we can find the good in everything that's going on. It may not look um, like you want it to look. It may not be packaged. I like to things don't always package the way that we want them to. But if you look close enough, you should be able to find the good in every situation. And a lot of times when you are that good and bright spot, it's hard to stand in that because you realize that everything around you is dark. Yeah. And you don't know how people are going to respond to that. And it 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 requires you to own your life. And that comes with some responsibilities. So you have to be prepared to handle that if you take on that role of being the light in dark places. That, being the light in dark places, and also realizing that sometimes it's going to be a little lonely. Sometimes it's uh-huh. just going to be you. Yep. And some people can't handle that. Mm-hmm. Or not that they can't handle it. It's just a new normal for them because now I'm walking this path alone. alone. You know, it don't kind of feel good. It don't kind of feel good being alone. <laughs> but hey, sometimes <laughs> right. you get to certain level, you get to certain levels. You will be by yourself for a little bit. Of course, yes. And 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 mm-hmm. in all, and I think in all those situations, God definitely prepares you for that. God prepares you right. for that. Cause and you, yeah. that's why you have to stand in it. You definitely have to stand in it. This has been a good intro. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue our conversation on overcoming guilt. Stay tuned to the yeah. Good Grief Girl Show here on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Woo-hoo. Girl, show on Blog Talk Radio. The topic for the hour is overcoming grief or when grief causes guilt. I'm saying yeah. overcoming grief. Overcoming, overcoming guilt. guilt. When <laughs> grief causes guilt. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just so into this. I, I'm just overjoyed. I don't know why. Call me weird. But, hey. Um. So before we went to break here, I went over at least, uh, what was it, three or four Types of guilt. Mm-hmm. Types of guilt. Well, five types of guilt actually. Um there's one more that I found um very interesting as well. And this was survivor guilt. You know, mm. the recovery guilt has um been a lot of struggle for uh people. Uh it can be characterized by a single question. Why am I alive and my loved one is dead? Mm. I hear a lot of A lot of individuals in um, the Army, they use this term a lot. I have heard of this one because a lot of them have, you know, survived those that were killed when they were out of the country or so forth. And so a lot of them come back with survivor's guilt. I was, as I was reading this, I was like, I was just somewhere, oh, I met a guy on Facebook who does things with politics and he was in the Army. and, And when he saw post about my books that, you know, piqued his curi- uh, curiosity, and he asked me about it, and I told him how it came about, what I aimed to do, and he said, you know, when I came home from the Army, I had survivor's guilt, because a lot of my buddies, you know, we were just joking the night before, we go out in the field, and they going back home in body bags. You know, wow. so a lot of individuals in the military, they deal with survivor guilt. Now, this is the one form of guilt I am familiar with. Yeah, that one I'm familiar with as well. Um, I discussed that when we had um, what seemed to be a reoccurrence of the mass shootings, and mm-hmm. I often wondered about the students who survived that, the the students who were, you know, who lived to tell the story the ones in the classroom, mm-hmm. and what we found, mm-hmm. and um, research has, has revealed that a lot of those survivors actually go on to commit suicide because now they can't mm-hmm. that they actually survive. So mm-hmm. that survivor's guilt is serious. Even in um, our infant loss, community, we have mothers who question the same thing. Why my baby? Why not me? Or oh. why couldn't I switch places? Why didn't you know my, my baby survive? I have husbands who have who have toiled with what if they had to make that decision of which one do mm-hmm. I choose? So there there is many layers of that survivor's guilt. Yeah. I I wow. Just wow. Yeah. So, uh, you and I have shared. You know, as I went through them. Uh, each form of guilt you and I shared our experiences or experiences of others that we know. <clears throat> what do you think the conversation needs to be how Why do you think we need to get the ball rolling for those who may struggle with guilt? What questions need to be asked um I think one, like in most things, I think we have to make people comfortable. Being human, mm-hmm. um, I think we're 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 entering into this space of, of desire for perfection. This desire to get mm-hmm. it right all the time. This desire to mm-hmm. never fail. So what ends up happening? We're not honest about our mistakes. So in order to mm-hmm. even have that conversation, you have to be willing to say that I made a. Mistake. I did something wrong. I did something that I should not have done, and I feel bad about it. So now that or, we can have had that conversation about that, that we're all human. Right? It's not always a mistake that someone is feeling guilty about. It's not always mm-hmm. a mistake. It's just a feeling of, of woulda, coulda, shoulda. Mm-hmm. To your point, yes, they still need to be honest about what it is they're feeling guilty about and then from there work backwards. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's an important point because in the, the um, what you said about your brother, I think that's okay. a common feeling that many people have when um, when they lose a, a loved one. I could have done more, I should have done more. You know, our last yeah. conversation didn't go well. So we have those right. feelings, but not everyone is willing to admit and they didn't live up to their own expectations. So a lot of times we'll cover it up with excessive mourning. Because now, you know, I was the most important person in that person's life or they were extremely important to me. So we tend to overcompensate because now we want to cover up our goals. Mm. So that happens. So mm-hmm. that that's why it, it's extremely important, to be honest, and I probably say this on every episode if you can't be honest with anyone be honest with yourself this is why i encourage right. journaling because i think journaling is where you can share those intimate details of your life and those secrets that you may not want anyone to know but you have to yeah. to come to some realization of how you really see how you really feel and what's driving that feeling so, mm-hmm. I think that's how that mm-hmm. conversation has to start. You have to get to a place where you're honest about what it is that you're feeling, and then it's also so. helpful to connect with people because sometimes that lack of honesty because you can't identify what it is, so that's why it's good mm-hmm. to have a good system of support because once I start to share with you how I'm feeling and they be yeah. in a position to help me identify what it is that's bothering me or is not, you know, quite what I'm articulating that it's actually something Mm -hmm. else. There's some underlying issues because a lot of times Mm -hmm. guilt cover up, cover up a lot of our internal issues, things that we do not have healed from from years ago. You know, now my mother passes away and I never actually dealt with the guilt from my father passing away. So what Mm. ends up happening when, it, when I respond to this current loss, I'm actually responding to the original loss that I experienced. So that's why right. it's good to talk through those things so that someone can help you actually identify what it is that you're feeling. That's true. And, and maybe, you know, they can ask questions to trigger because, you know, sometimes guilt can consume our thinking as well. There's Mm -hmm. a fog. You get the fog brain or what have you. So maybe that person can hold you accountable as well, not just for support, but can hold you accountable. Your accountability partner and ask questions that will, you know, probably jog a memory or something. uh, Something that you may have blacked out. There's certain things. Who was I telling? I was telling Nicole. There were certain. There were certain um stages in college that I don't remember. And I was like, yes. I would love to go and redo my college years though I said, because there are certain things that I remember. And, and if I'm talking to my old roommate, she was like, you remember? when?" I was like, I kind of. She said, girl, you don't remember? That. And I feel like, where was I? It's like, I'm in Lola. Uh-huh. I was like, doing that stuff. I don't remember. And I was like, I just feel kind of like short you know? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I've actually and had I, those experiences, I, you know. huh? I see. I've actually had those experiences as well. Actually, and concerning that that college those college years, um, I do have moments. I have a different reason for why I think I I don't remember, but I became one with the earth. So <laughs> I so I have my suspicions why I don't remember, but um. Uh, but I, I've, I've, I've had those feelings, though, honestly, where um, I just want to relive something so that I can experience that moment. But the lesson there is that it has mm-hmm. taught me now the importance of being present, that it's important That's to true. absorb everything. So that so that way, five, that ten years later, I'm not reading about it, and I don't remember what happened. Or I can that read so about true. it and not have anything um, significant to contribute to the story because I don't remember or I wasn't paying attention or we're we're good for being in the being in the future during a present moment. So instead of us being mm-hmm. present, I'm already in um, year 2022, and and we wow. have a lot of that going on right now where we have people planning for life after um, the pandemic or life after your current relationship. Yeah. honestly you don't know what life is going to look like then so why not pay attention to what's going on now and I'm not against planning I think planning is important but I don't think we should become so obsessed with planning that we refuse mm-hmm. to be present mm. that's true Yeah. a yeah. lot of people are uh, but you know what Cause, okay so in in my um my current situation I am planning. Um, No, I'm not broke. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I'm still gainfully employed. Thank you, Jesus. However, Mm -hmm. there are some things that I would like to do, and those things that I would like to do aren't free. And there are some other areas of the industry that I would like to um, step, you know, have a little foot over there. And so Mm -hmm. in in, in order to do that, I have been attending master classes like I'm back in school because every time I finish doing regular work, my full-time job work, I'm, hey, getting my notebook out, watching Zoom meetings, attending live meetings, because I know it's going to pay off. And and mm-hmm. I need to do my due diligence and apply myself. So although that I am – you know, living the moment, I'm also planning, I'm living in the moment because I'm seizing the moment by utilizing my time wisely. I'm not complaining. I have yet to mm-hmm. complain. You know, I I am, you know, spacing myself accordingly. You know, right. let, me, let me utilize this time wisely because had I been going to work and by the time I get home, I'm drained. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. had any energy to put into that. You know, so yes, utilize or seize the moment but also plan. I don't want to be the same person I am after this pandemic. I or
1: agree. After
0: this, See, I don't want to be the same person. I want to have evolved in certain areas. And and I am taking steps to do that. So I had to pat my own stuff on the back the other day. Remember when we first came back from um our, hi- our hiatus, Christmas hiatus, Christmas hiatus. Uh-huh. I wanted to do more I didn't want to make a um a um New Year's resolution. I just stated that I wanted to do more self development and mm-hmm. self care. Um so self care is on hold because of, you know, our situation. We had practicing the social distancing distancing. However, with the um self development There's some things, I just told you about one of them, there's another Mm -hmm. one that I'm doing with relationship, uh, a relationship counseling type of thing, you know, just so Mm -hmm. I can attach to other areas of my life that I wouldn't have normally tapped into, just going through the motions, so um, I'm doing that, I don't want to be the same person on the other side of this pandemic I know life is not going to be how we once knew it I'm just coming mm-hmm. to grips with that But I still want to be I still would like to have um, Evolved in certain areas Or gotten some things under my belt So that I, I know better So I'm doing better Or I'm more comfortable mm-hmm. In this area now So that I can kind of move different, You know so. Right It's one of the areas where when we talk about guilt and the conviction in the church, we call it conviction, that that's what it does for us, that it it makes you want to be better. It challenges that discomfort that you're feeling because it's not not a good feeling when you know that you um, messed up or you haven't lived up to your personal expectations. So you start to feel guilty in that space. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you should. I don't. I don't think anything that. And I, I guess I should give this disclaimer. Nothing is a one size fit all. nothing Um, advice mm-hmm. applies no. to everyone because there's always exceptions. Mm-hmm. But for most of us, in that space of guilt, we want to away from that discomfort so it becomes Mm -hmm. you have to believe one that you have other options that I do not have Mm -hmm. to sit in this space that who I was when I entered um, this pandemic two months ago I want to come out different and Mm -hmm. I think that's that's one of the the underlying blessings of what we're experiencing that a lot of us I believe are going to come out different I had that Mm -hmm. same self-talk where um and and I remember because the year we had similar goals. Mine mm-hmm. was also mm-hmm. to focus on self-development. I had to step back from some of the things that I had committed myself to previous years, and I just said I'm not doing that this year because I want to focus on my personal development, my my personal Mm -hmm. needs. I want to be a better um, leader. I want to be a better mother. I want to be a better wife. So in order for me Mm -hmm. to do all of those things, I have to take care of myself. I have to put my physical needs first. I have to put my health first. I have to Mm -hmm. nurture my brain. Um, I don't want to just attend grad school. I want to absorb for the information I want to, con- um, make healthy connections. So that commitment that I've had, I've also nurtured that during this pandemic so mm-hmm. that when I come out, mm-hmm. I want to be better. And it's not necessarily that I want to come out with this brand idea or this new business plan or any of those things that very well may happen. However, oh, it's, it's a focus on just being better and acknowledging can be better. And mm-hmm. I don't think everyone believes that about themselves, that they actually can be better. It, it literally True. is that simple. You can decide today, I want to be better. And then start doing better. Yes. And yes. better is a process. Yes. Better doesn't mean I'm going to wake up Back in morning the and I'm a new person. Yeah. Right. right. I'm, I'll still fail. I'll still, right. you know, I commit to, to getting closer to a parent. And you'll still sometimes not want to be bothered. I don't want to talk. You know, that still happens. And a lot of times we beat ourselves up and we become committed to poor decisions because we're we we convince ourselves that we can't do better because I keep making mistakes. Well, maybe let me try something different. But we have to acknowledge that we can be better. That's a that's a key word. Acknowledge. Yeah. Yeah, That's the key. Because what did we say last week? In the week before, and the week before, and the times before, and the week we before that, <laughs> yes. we, we are. are our own best cheerleader. If we are. We are our own best cheerleader. We are our best advocate, guys. We matter. We we do matter. If you, you know, don't, we do have everything you, that we need. A lot of times, we're we're yes. so trained to look outside of ourselves for everything. Mm-hmm. We want mm-hmm. love from other people. We want attention from other people. We want validation from other people. We want to be cared for by other people. All We're constantly receiving messages to look outside of ourselves when truly you need to look within. You know, everything that you need mm-hmm. is within. It's and that's everything starts with you. That's true. That's true. That is so true. Yeah. Too. I had to okay, let's take to a quick mine. break, girl, because we just going on. <laughs> <laughs> on it, on it, on it. On I know. It, it, it. it just gets so good once we get it rolling. I mean, getting rolling is the hard part, but once we get it rolling, we keep rolling. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. Um, you are tuned in to the Good Grief Girl show here on Blog Talk Radio, where we're discussing overcoming guilt. Stay tuned during the break, and when we come back, we'll pick this topic back up. A good Grief Girl Show on Blog Talk Radio. Before we went to break, Kiara and I were discussing, um, of course, different forms of guilt and also ways to uh, overcome your guilt. And one of yes. the key words that she stated was being honest and also acknowledging. You have to acknowledge uh, what you're going through first and not mask it when you tend to mask you tend to uh, suppress and that <laughs> suppress suppressing anything your feelings um, you know your words that can lead to all types of uh, emotional disorders depression just a dark place where you don't want to go so uh, being honest with yourself if you can't be honest with anyone else being honest with yourself is, the first step acknowledging being honest you have to if if you want to overcome and be a better person mentally and and emotionally it starts with being honest and and you know you have to block out not block out that's not the right word you have to forget who may judge you because we're Mm -hmm. never going to satisfy everybody we're just not we're never right. going to satisfy everybody, but when you want to be a better person, you take the necessary step to be that person. And also, it's the process of reframing negative self-talk. You talked about um, the conversation, or we talked about the conversations that we have with ourselves and how we talk um, ourselves out of things and we pick ourselves apart. It's time to reframe how we talk to ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. up. I could have done better. However, this is what I did do. I could have been a better daughter to my mother. But look at what I did mm-hmm. do that, that that fostered a good connection with her. Yes, I made a mistake. But look at all the times that I got it right. Focus on what you're good at. And I and I and um this is one of the advice that I give people sometimes when you're stuck in this rut and you've had... To them like I'm in that space where I'm just—I mean, it's like things like everything I do, I fail. And I, I remember having mm-hmm. this conversation with a good friend about mine. What what you should do is do something that you know you're about to be successful at, that you know you'll get it right. And what ends up mm-hmm. happening, one that all win motivates you. Now I feel I feel good. You know, I can stick my chest out a little bit. So now I'll try a mm-hmm. little harder. And what I found is. When I'm winning, the losses don't don't hurt as much because now I can mm-hmm. like, okay. I just I just won three times before this, so you know what. So you know what mm-hmm. happens um, later. I know I know I'll win again. I know I'll get it right. So try to focus on those things that you are doing right, that you're good at. The, the parts of your the parts of your relationship that are actually going well. And we that all know the sense. things that the thing that we give, give the most attention to is the thing that'll grow. So the more attention we give to those good spaces in our lives, the larger those spaces will become. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And that's important. Yeah, why not start with something you know you would be successful at and then you know, build on that. There are some things, yeah. Like I'm, I'm totally entering a space that I know nothing about. However, mm-hmm. I'm not a risk taker in that area right now. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to be equipped with the knowledge and that lingo. I don't speak that lingo yet, but I'm learning it, and then mm-hmm. I plan to implement. So, um, that makes sense. And I think that plays into boosting yourself as well when yeah. you know that. You have a passion for something, or you're just gifted and skilled at doing something, and you can do it with your eyes closed. Go ahead and implement that, and get and get that going, so that you know you can that can kind of boost yourself a theme. It's like, okay, I'm good at something. I know my stuff. I know mm-hmm. what I know. I don't know everything, but I know what I know. So that's a good point. Actually, you bringing um, self theme is is important because a lot of times um, guilt will expose our insecurities. And we, you have you entered a room like, oh, were y'all just talking about me before I entered the room? Oh, my Sometimes, goodness. Yeah. Guilt can be real or perceived. Sometimes we perceive that guilt or that um, feeling of were y'all just talking about me because you're actually insecure. When you walked into the room, you didn't feel comfortable. So now it's like, oh, y'all must be talking about me. No, no one was talking about you. That's on you. That's a lot of times we project. How we're feeling on other people, so a lot of times mm-hmm. guilt will expose your insecurities mm-hmm. so it's important it's important to face those things so that you can prove in that area That's true yeah girl. that's a good mm-hmm. point. oh I'm so proud of you, care you, you know, know. <laughs> I', mean, I do deal with you. <laughs> I can't deal with you. I, but let me let me just have a moment of transparency. Okay, so do I sound better right now? Do I sound better? Um, different? yes. You sound okay, much so, better. Okay, so, okay, so the Lord loves testing me because I, I God wants to see how committed I am. Because having <laughs> um sound issues drives me up the wall. Like. I I will cancel the show because within two minutes this is not working. Forget it.
1: So, so to our
0: audience. Okay, so I've been working on this sound, but my wasn't working at the beginning of the show. So I, that's why I don't know if I. Was, I mean, oh. I don't know what was going on because I couldn't get these phones to work. So anyway, this today was a good lesson in commitment and not giving up. And <laughs> this, I'm the queen of work it. Bye Let me try something different. But um so yeah, I, I had to say that when you thought about me being insightful, because I started to not be insightful. And I <laughs> I just thought maybe this, this was, was um Huh. No, I, I didn't have a mic earlier. Yeah, you can hear me now? Girl, I'm sorry. Yeah. I can hear you now. Ah! I thought okay. I, I, I just thought it was um the area in which your position, where you are located, I thought it was had some because you were going to be in and out. So I was like, oh, oh mm-hmm. okay. But yeah, you sound much better now. But this was a, uh, yeah. a freak. No, nah, you know, I, every, every episode, guys, I'm sorry. Our topic about the bomb, this was a yeah. great topic because I'm going to do some more research in the different forms of guilt and add this to. My resources as I meet with teens and young adults and adults, because um, we talk about guilt, but we never uh, delve a little deeper into the different forms of guilt. So I'm going to add mm-hmm. this to my resources with my participants as well. Um, great insight. And this here. is another. Great. This is another one of those emotions that are uncomfortable. And you, you, can, you have to be vulnerable in this space. And if we're honest, most of us just aren't ready or willing to be vulnerable and say that I feel bad about it or I feel mm-hmm. guilty. You know, I messed up. And, they up. Carry and you know, Right. But, you know, what that turns into, they carry that guilt around and that becomes their baggage. You know, uh-huh. and then you want to dump that baggage into a friendship or an mm-hmm. intimate relationship and, and the person feels weighted. So now you bring in your baggage of guilt and you're it's filling over into the relationship and the people like, you know, where did this come from? That's mm-hmm. all you haven't dealt with. It. So yeah, that whew, Lord, that's that's a lot. And it's amazing it's how that you go throughout the day. We and we we. Um, touched on this in the beginning of this episode that we experience guilt in many different ways you know sometimes mm-hmm. it's just something small you know someone calls me and I because I, I do this a lot I um, you will know, so tell people to call me and then when they call I really can't talk right now so I don't answer my phone and I do feel bad about it so it, it mm-hmm. can be as we go through the day. it can be small moments of guilt like mm-hmm. that And there Mm -hmm. there are also large um, feelings of guilt that can become destructive, you know, Mm -hmm. that behavior that causes us to question our values, you know, know, our purpose in life, what, um, you know, when we start to question those things, that's when guilt Mm -hmm. becomes detrimental and it can become a crutch and it can paralyze us where it actually stops us from making progress. And you want to make progress. You want to be in a place where you can always move forward. So it's important to examine what you're feeling, why you're feeling that way, what, why you're behaving the way that you behave. It's important to examine all of those feelings so that you're able to move forward and you can move forward in a healthy way so that, like you said, you're not carrying baggage into these different relationships and, and, did and you guys just the questions. Did you guys just hear the questions that Kiara posed when you're feeling any type of guilt and this is the type of guilt that is weighing you down emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally? Ask yourself, you need to analyze examine, examine where why pinpoint guilt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then why and how can I move forward? And if you can't we- come, if you can't get to the answer yourself with the third one then it's time to seek some help Mhm. because yeah. I need everyone to understand guys that God put us on earth to specialize in different things so you're not going through this by yourself yes you may mm-hmm. feel alone but there are people placed on this earth to help mm-hmm. tap into them yeah. you know, tap and we we mentioned, about those, we mentioned earlier about those underlying issues that and and that's mm-hmm. where you know having a therapist can help you unpack other things that feeling because like we said when you have all this baggage you just keep loading on so at Ooh, some point you might forget you might forget the first bag that you back because you put 10, 15 other bags on top of it so that that's when it's extremely helpful to seek therapy can help you unpack all those things. Because it it, can get, it becomes confusing. It's like I don't know if I'm feeling shame, guilt, um, you know, if I should be happy, sad, you know, we, right. time, we you need someone to, to help us emotionally, Right. Sort emotionally. out. Right. Yeah. And and there's right. nothing That's wrong right. with seeking help and allowing someone nothing. to write to help you unpack that baggage for sure. Right. Especially oh, when really? you have those underlying issues. That's correct. It, it goes back to acknowledgement. Some people don't know they have underlying issues because they blocked out so oh, much. Yeah. So it goes to acknowledgement. It, Key word, acknowledgement. Yeah, anybody well, that tells is, them, well, them, well, I, them, well, I have, I have no issues. Anybody that tells me, yeah. That, yeah. I run. Because I'm like, yeah. first of all, I, can, I can list five of your issues for you. That's <laughs> Oh my god so oh anyone who feels like they're not a work in progress, that you know, they can't be better, that I you know, I'm the best that I can be, something is wrong with that because we all have space to improve. We all have mistakes that we need to write, we all have things that we can do better. You know, we, we discuss here on the show about being long learners. That's because we know we, we're always in position to be better. There's there's information that's available now that wasn't available 10 years ago. I want to find new information. Right. I want to know right. what the new research says. You know, you, I want to know those things. So you have to mm-hmm. place yourself in a position where you're constantly growing, you're constantly evolving into a better person. And if that um, motivation is driven by guilt. Did you know you failed ten years ago? You know you started college and you never finished, and you've always wanted to go back. Who cares if you're thirty, forty, fifty years old now?
1: If that has been right. your dream
0: and you have felt guilty about it, you felt unfulfilled. You want to make um, a career change? Do it. Do it. Right. And, and do you? Week, um, yeah. Last when we talk about doing stuff without explaining. Just explaining stuff to people. Why? You know, we don't like right. to know exactly why you do, just do it. Just do it. That's right. Just do, do it. it. Just do times, it. And a lot of times just that it. does stop us. Yeah. Right. A lot of times that stops us it's like, mm-hmm. oh Lord, how am I going to explain this? How am I going to explain this career change? Don't explain it. Just change careers. Right. And you I have to explain why got a new man. Just move party. move, new in, man. Silence. move <laughs> in silence. Move in silence. Move yeah. in This has been a great, 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 great topic. Be sure to follow us on social media, guys. Please join our Facebook group at Good Grief Girl. And subscribe to our Good Grief Girl YouTube channel. And, and follow Instagram. us on Instagram at Good Grief underscore girl. you
1: P.M. see.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. oh. Bye-bye. Oh, I forgot to get alright you All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Be-